Hello and welcome to Season 2 of Music Rewind, a podcast where we look to tell the stories behind our favorite albums. I'm your host, Steve Epley, and in each episode, I will invite a guest on to tell us about their favorite music album, how they discovered it, and what makes it special to them. Hey there, listeners. A few months ago, I had the opportunity to collaborate with Jack Robertson of the Musings of an ADD Mind podcast. You might remember Jack from our episode covering the Soft Bulletin by the Flaming Lips. Well, Jack asked me to moderate a debate, and not just any debate, the greatest rock and roll question there is, Roth versus Hagar, the ultimate Van Halen showdown. Enjoy the episode here, and then check out Jack's show, Musings of an ADD Mind, wherever you listen to great podcasts. Jack here of Musings of an ADD Mind. When my kids finally convinced me to start a podcast, I had no ideas to where to begin. When I discovered Anchor, I knew that I had found the solution. Anchor is the easiest way to start and make a podcast. It's everything you need, all for free. Anchor will give you the tools to record and edit your podcast from either your phone or computer. And when you're done, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, as well as a plethora of other podcast apps. And you can make money from your Anchor podcast with no minimum listenership. Did I mention that it's free? So if you too want to start a podcast, you can go to your app store and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Musings of an ADD Mind podcast. This is your host, Jack, and I have the ADD Mind. Finally, after five and a half months of talking about it, <laughs> the Van Halen lead singer showdown is occurring. Now, depending on how this goes, because my wife is on the opposite team than I am, I might be sleeping on the couch tonight <laughs> if, as I suspect, Team Hagar is going to destroy Team Roth. So there is that, but... Uh, I'm very happy to announce that this is uh, being done with uh, Stephen Epley, who's the host of Music Rewind podcast, where people come on and talk about their favorite albums. It is an excellent podcast. I highly recommend it, especially if you like music. And if you don't like music, you should listen to it to find out some damn fine albums. So there's that. And so we're going to... Um, the way this is going to work, we have the teams. There are five categories. Steven's going to be our moderator. And we each are going to get, um, he'll ask the questions. A person can have up to three minutes per question to make their case. He's going to assign points at the end. We know the first three questions that are going to be asked, but then there's the last two. We have no idea. Steven's going to fill us in on or ask us those. So we got to be sharp and on our toes. And, but I can tell you the first three questions are going to be, who is better at not being able to drive 55 miles an hour? The next question is, who has the better natural red curly hair? And the third one is, who was probably the better gymnast when they were younger? <laughs> so... Anyway, no, I just, those aren't actually the real questions, <laughs> but he's going to assign points. And then if there's a tie at the end, 
We're going to have to break down, which is a better Van Halen song with love in it. David Lee Roth saying talking about love or Sammy Hagar's Why Can't This Be Love? And then one member from the team will get to make the case in case of a tie. And then just for the hell of it afterwards, we're going to talk about who's the better bassist, Michael Anthony or Wolfgang Van Halen. So <laughs> uh, with that being said, I'm going to hand it over to, to Stephen and He's, I guess, going to start, start moderating this bad boy. So she's all yours. Okay, everyone. Gentlemen, lady. <laughs> the legendary 1957 guidebook, Competitive Debate Rules, Techniques, and Decorum by George McCoy Musgrave will not be followed. Instead, I expect a rowdy, unruly, and chaotic debate that is befitting the subject matter. Each team will have three minutes to plead their case per category, earning a point total of one through five per category. And after five categories, highest point total wins. Any questions? No, nope. I'm good. All right. David Lee Roth versus Sammy Hagar. The great showdown. Question one goes to the David Lee Roth team. Which chronologically, I think, is the best starting point. I agree. Which, which frontman had the best stage presence? T team Roth, go. Would you like me or first, Heather? Go for it, Brandon. I mean, this is a gimme. This it is. is. <laughs> I mean, this is the category that's all David Lee Roth. I mean, sure. Like, if you're seeing Van Halen in 2022 and you're like 65 years old and you don't want to have a good time or get out of your seat, <laughs> you want to just stay seated Maybe you just listen to some Ronnie Millsap on the way up to the show. Sure, Sammy Hagar is probably your guy. He's just going to stand there and sing the songs. You know, maybe you're into Sinatra. Maybe you like the crooners. But if you want like a badass show where somebody's jumping up and doing the splits and touching his toes and, you know, you're throwing his underwear out to the women because they're throwing his panties at him. I mean, this is David Lee Roth. If we're talking about stage presence and like showmanship, I mean, come on. This this is a gimme slam dunk. I feel silly even having to argue this. I feel like this should just be an automatic five points to David Lee Roth and zero to Sammy Hagar. I mean, come on. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, I do think Larry, though, can actually talk to seeing Ronnie Millsap live. <laughs> but um don't bring Ronnie into this. <laughs> you you uh, guys still have a minute and a half left. Yeah, you Heather, to, you make, want, your, you, make your uh, okay. Do you want no, to add I mean, to this? I agree. Is there is it's it's a no-brainer. I mean, he does freaking gymnastics, and I mean that's near and dear to my heart. But yeah, I mean he dresses all flashy and cool. It's completely nostalgic first of all you know we all that's how we were introduced to van halen is this dude getting out there you know jumping around and literally touching and say he's a cheerleader and a gymnast i mean it's there's it's just freaking cool <laughs> there's no doubt about it and and yeah brandon's right you know if you want to just sit there and, and listen to a dude sing then yeah sammy i guess but far as front men go there is there's no there's no question he just he now, captured. Follow up question for you. Yeah. Do you guys think that the the reunited David Lee Roth lineup took that down a notch at all? 
Hmm. I'm, I mean, it took it down a notch, but it's still about nine notches higher than Sammy Hagar <laughs> <Yes>. in his prime. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, okay, so Eminem uh, had a diss track with Machine Gun Kelly, right? And he said, I'd rather be 80-year-old me than 20-year-old you. That's like, I'd rather watch 80-year-old David Lee Roth than 20-year-old Sammy Hagar. Absolutely. I was wondering how long Machine Gun Kelly would enter the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice try to stay relevant, Brandon. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, to, to paraphrase Dan Aykroyd from the 1970s Saturday Night Live, Brandon, you ignorant slut. Sammy Hagar is clearly the better front man. Sammy Hagar is the only person singing a song that caused my wife's eardrums to burst at a concert. That hasn't happened to other lead singers. And having seen Mr. Samuel Hagar live multiple times, he doesn't just stand there all, you know, prone and unable to move like, say, Brandon's wife when he comes out of the shower naked and she's scared. So that was, that was, a, that was a low blow. I, I apologize, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon likes low blows when he comes out of the shower naked. <laughs> yeah, I think I add some points to Jack's argument. I actually like that. <laughs> but Sammy does not just stand there doing nothing. Now, does he leap hey, around Brad. like a like a gymnast with bees in his pants? No, he doesn't do that. He's more <laughs> cultured, more refined, more for the intellectual Van Halen listener. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could come up with. Leave me alone. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to interject, though, real quick. Hang on. We still got time. Okay. Here. Now, you're right. You do. No, no, Go I, I got a timer going. I can stop it. If, if <laughs> all right. In. All right. Put a, put a pen in it. And there we go. Um, it was not Sammy who was responsible for my blown eardrum. That would have been Eddie Van Halen. So, just saying. I, I believe Sammy. Wow. So, Jack is just straight up lies in his argument. <laughs> Sammy was singing. No, it was when Eddie Van Halen was doing his riff all by himself, his little solo over there, remember? And he tripped over the lies amp and he lies. fell on his butt and didn't miss a beat. You were that drunk off happen. your butt when we would. No, I was not. <laughs> no, they I were... was not. Yes. Yeah, 18 years old. <laughs> she, was, she was trash drunk because she had to have, do something to have a good time at a same age. <laughs> I get drunk too. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Okay, that's all I had to say. I'm just saying it had nothing to do with Sammy. Larry, all right, Larry, Larry, what'd you have in there? All right, so start mine off with a question. Has anyone ever seen David Lee Roth live? Mm. Okay, I have. So that tells me everything I need to know. (laughs) First of all, being a lead singer, a band frontman, whatever you want to say, doesn't require you to be excellent at gymnastics. I go to a lot of concerts. And commanding the stage, having a presence as you stalked that bitch the way Sammy Hagar did when I saw him, it was phenomenal. Now, yeah, David Lee Roth, he can jump a mile in the air. Super. Well, I, I suppose that's some value if you want to see a guy do the splits. I don't want to know him like that. There's really no dude I want to know like that. Uh, I'd rather just have someone come rock my ass off um, like I experienced when I saw Sammy Hagar. Uh, just it wasn't the same both of them put on a decent enough show but only one of them really had an encore you wanted it was sammy hagar 
and they were playing all their Van Halen stuff. Yeah, they were without Sammy, or I'm sorry, without Eddie. But, you know, Michael Anthony was playing with one guy out there. He was playing with Sammy Hagar, and he was enjoying the hell out of it. That, to me, says everything about uh, someone leading a band, uh, you know, the people who want to be around him. Uh, in the case of David Lee Roth, I could see, I, I just, I have this vision in my mind. If we were in a band together, I saw that guy coming my way. I'd probably be like, yeah, I got to come up with an excuse to get out of here because he just, he doesn't, yeah, he may have some, some flash, some pop on stage. It doesn't really translate to great songs. It doesn't translate to a great show in and of itself. He can whip a microphone stand around, hit himself in the nose. That's cool. He did that. Jimmy uh, Kimmel. That doesn't make him a great showman. That doesn't make him a great band leader. Sammy Hagar is the type of dude you want to sit down and have a beer with, enjoy life with him. You want to be in that band. You want to be on the front row enjoying every second of that and soaking it up. Not because some guy is just kind of a douche. You want to, you want to be there soaking up the hard rock soaking up Sammy Hagar. That's true. That, that sounded a little bit dirtier than I expected. Yeah. 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 And I just want to say real quick though, um, Larry and I have actually seen the greatest performance on stage. And that was the diamond cutter, Neil diamond. He blows both of those guys away. (laughs) You can laugh, but I am not bullshitting you. I will. (laughs) Yeah, Mary and that, I took yeah, our mother. I did not. <laughs> now, just out of my curiosity, having not seen Van Halen at all live, unfortunately, um, how did Hagar handle the Roth tunes? Just irrelevant to the conversation, just I'm curious. Could he, he sang could, them? Could he, yeah. Yeah, he sang them just fine. He, he didn't sing them like, oh, God, I got to sing this old crap. He went in and sang everything, yeah. gave it all he had nope. for each song. So, yeah, he didn't look at it as a... I can't sing this. This wasn't my stuff. He went in, he sang all of the, all of the old stuff, which is more than the other guy does. I mean, are we really basing stage presence on who would rather have beer in a conversation? Exactly. With? I don't, I don't but, care. I, I love to have, I love having a beer and, and a conversation with Larry, but I don't want him leading Van Halen when I go see him. No right. offense, Larry. No, you probably do. <laughs> Take it back. Yeah, that's actually true. I actually, I would actually pay good money to see Larry. Like, <laughs> now that I think about it, I would shred. I would absolutely <laughs> shred. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> question one is question one is done. Got, got I got my score. Uh, <laughs> should, should we release these per per category, or do you want to wait till the end? Let's wait till the end. Oh, that way, end. we don't yeah. know what we have to. Yeah, we have to fight. Yeah, spoiler: it's five zero in favor of uh, David. <laughs> you think it's five zero in favor of the douchebags? Okay. <laughs> the guy can jump and do some kickity kicks. Woo! Showmanship. <laughs> Hello. It gets your attention. Showmanship right. does Question not equal stage present. Question number two. Uh, with a catalog that spans decades of hits across the board, which frontman brought more to the recording process as a songwriter? See, that would this be one goes a, to Hagar first. Um, I okay. So, if you're basing it strictly on 
album sales? Just quality of the songs. Okay, quality of the songs, you got to go with Sammy Hagar. A, Sammy Hagar knows how to write a song, for one. He contributes to the music writing process, which David Lee Roth never did. That was always just, you know, Eddie. He also knows how to play an instrument. So there was, they were able to have an additional guitar on songs when they needed them. Roth did play Ice Cream Man, though. So he played acoustic guitar and ice cream, man. I got, I got to okay. interject. Uh, yeah. And he also knows how to produce and do all of that other stuff. So clearly he was bringing more than just, I'm showing up and singing what Eddie tells me to sing. Larry. Yeah. I mean, I obviously totally agree. Um, I know this isn't about solo work. If, it, if you were to put the two against one another, it's not even close. It's clear. One is a much better songwriter than the other. One's a much better artist than the other. But just looking at the Halen catalog, I mean, yeah, no one will dispute Van Halen 1 was an amazing album. absolutely was. Literally had nothing to do with David Lee Roth, right? I mean, that was all magic brought by Eddie Van Halen. As most of it was, up until Hagar came in and brought us the tunes, the refinement, uh, as Jack stated earlier, for a, a smarter rock group, a more refined, smart uh, rock group, uh, Halen just brought, or Hagar just brought a lot more to Van Halen. Um, there, there is no way right now would have ever been written and perfected the way, which is my favorite Van Halen too, by the way. There's no way that would have ever worked with David Lee Roth. There's just not. That's Larry, that might be the smartest thing you've ever said in the history of me knowing you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. a lot of really smart shit, but <laughs> at least I think it's smart. Um, you know, but other, other songs, oh, go ahead. no, I, you know, finish what you started is my second favorite Van Halen song. And, you know, Eddie and Sammy wrote that together. Um, Mm -hmm. Just absolutely phenomenal, even though it's it's an acoustic jam, right? I mean, that whole thing is just, I, I mean, that's that's been one of my top songs forever. Right now, I kind of fell in love with it later on, honestly. But anyway, um, that is another, I just, I, I don't see something that great coming out of a David Lee Roth session. Yeah. I, I just don't. And so for me, that that's, that's the big, like, my love affair with Sammy Hagar. It really revolves around, you know, his, his body of work there with Halen. And those songs he brought up, they were, they were just better, in my mind, than the ones uh, that they had with, uh, with David Lee Roth. And, and after the Hagar song, Pound Cake, is the second greatest song about a female's behind after Baby Got Back. So there is, I, I don't think David Lee Roth even knows about how to write a song about a woman's hindsight without just saying it outright, using that, you know, bit of intellect needed to make it sound like maybe he really is talking about cake. But no, it was not. So Brandon brought in Shingo <laughs> Kelly. You brought in Sir mix -Alarm. Just Just keeping things even here. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
So, I, like that he's team, giving, team. I like that he's given the song credit for the subtlety, and yet it's not as good as Baby Got Back in all of its subtlety. Uh, <laughs> and it's the sheer audacity of Baby Got Back. <laughs> first of all, first of all, you're forgetting about Rump Shaker. You're forgetting about all about that bass. There are plenty of songs about women's backsides that are better than Pound Cake. Give me a break. All right. All right. All right. Is it our turn? Yeah, go for it. Okay. For the record, though, none of those use a drill. On the guitar. <laughs> on the guitar. Exactly. Yeah, that, that does give it a little something extra. Okay. So Larry and Jack are using the words intellect and refinement. We're talking about freaking Van Halen, guys. This is a party band. This is a rock fun party band. Hagar made them just like another forgettable solid pop rock band. David Lee Roth brought the rock. Okay, listen. Aretha Franklin was a much better singer and vocalist than Vince Neil. Can we all agree with that? Yes. Yes. Now, does anybody want her singing Kickstart My Heart? Yes. No. Yes, I, in fact, do. No. That I would want, be amazing. I'd, you want I'd pay money for that. Love, yeah, I would love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I love Larry Scott brings up uh, right now, you know, and, and like David Lee Roth couldn't sing that. All right, look. Sammy Hagar, hot for teacher would have never worked with Sammy Hagar. Like when Sammy, when Sammy Hagar sings hot for teacher, I assume he means in like a completely platonic, respectful way. Like the only after class activity he saw for is like math tutoring or something. Uh, David, <laughs> like, like when David Lee Ross sang it, I believe he truly wants to get it on like Donkey Kong with his teacher. This is Van Halen we're talking about. A party band, and David Lee Roth brings it. Look, Van Halen's biggest album of all time, 1984, that's David Lee Roth. Their biggest song of all time, Jump, that's David Lee Roth. All the songs, if you go to karaoke. Jump sucks. If you go to mm. karaoke, if you go to some rock show, if you go, if somebody's covering their head, it's going to be Jump, Hot for Teacher, Panama. It's going to be all the, Running with the Devil. It's going to be all those David Lee Roth songs. Nobody gives a rap about those Hagar songs. It's like, ah, <clears throat> go ahead, Heather. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking. I mean, you're pretty much nailing what I was thinking. Just to correct you, <laughs> Van Halen 1 sold more albums than 1984, so you were completely wrong. Oh, well, both David Lee Roth. I already acknowledged Van Halen 1. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, all right, so the top, oh, that, that just further proves my point. Jack, thank you. The top two Van Halen albums yeah. of all time are both David Lee Roth. <laughs> that, awesome. that doesn't mean that it's that it's better you know i mean there are plenty it, of movies it, that have it, sold it, it, others so go ahead another variable didn't didn't the hagar era have was it four straight number one albums yes i believe you are correct <laughs> the only number one albums that van halen had and and the other thing too while you're talking numbers Yes, they sold more with David Lee Roth, but he had seven albums, and Sammy Hagar only had uh, five. So he had two more chances. Anyway, like like oh, if you like per average, I, I believe it still goes to David Lee Roth, but I can't back that up. I, I don't know. Well, I'm not going to math well, that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call BS because no one knows any different. <laughs> that's right i mean we can i mean i believe if you just take van halen and 1984 together that pretty much does it right 
Well, yeah, but then you're forgetting all the covers and the rest of the albums. Oh wait, they didn't actually write those. Sorry, I'm, I'm not. I'm not supposed to take sides. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I was pre- cool. I, I was fully prepared to talk about Van Halen too. Uh, you know, it, it, I'm sorry, Diver Down, Diver Down, nothing but cover songs, and they all sucked. You asked if you want to hear Aretha Franklin singing anything. Yeah, put give me her singing anything. I don't need David Lee Roth singing cover tunes. The guy can't sing. Yeah, but, but would you rather hear stuff. Aretha Franklin or Ben Stills sing Kickstart My Heart with <laughs> Motley Crue? I'm not a big Crue fan, so I'd rather hear Aretha oh Franklin. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, was, I was thinking more of having it Aretha Franklin's style, not as the lead That's singer. exactly right. Okay, all right, let's 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 switch it. Welcome to the Jungle <laughs> with with Axl Rose or Welcome to the Jungle with Aretha Franklin or, or Luciano Paparotti, both immaculate <laughs> singers. That would still be interesting with Aretha Franklin. Oh my God! Whatever. Actually, I would, I would rather hear Axl Rose. Don't don't get it twisted. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> David Lee Roth, who cannot sing, and Sammy Hagar, who can. So earlier, a, but but again, that goes back to my point. Like I'm I'm, I'm but he can jump and flip and spit and stuff. Singer. But that doesn't but mean the, the, the category. The category was about recording process as a songwriter. Yeah. yeah, David Lee Ross, nowhere in the conversation. Let's Come on, we're kidding ourselves. And, and while we're talking about alternate lead singers, Heather and I, before the podcast started, we're talking about somewhere in the multiverse of madness is a Van Halen that after Sammy Hagar left, Patti LaBelle was the lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I like to that. see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Category three is kind of a loaded question. Okay. Because it all depends on all depends on your point of view. So this should be an interesting one. Which era of the of the band had the most top hits? So this could vary from your point of view of what designates a hit, mm. which chart. I do have numbers in front of me, so I'm just kind of curious on the on the uh how this panel debates this. This uh, is with uh Team Roth. Uh, you or me, Heather? Go for it. I'm I'm looking up something. <laughs> I mean, again, again, this comes down to when you're talking about vintage Van Halen. If I went out to the streets and I asked a hundred people to mm-hmm. tell me their favorite Van Halen songs, like we're talking at least eighty percent of people, eighty-five percent of people are going to say the words "jump." Offer teacher, you really got me right. running with the devil. Uh, so this is love. Uh, I mean, it's gonna all be David Lee Roth, Panama, of course. Uh, the, it's all nobody's gonna mention the Sammy Hagar st- stuff. The, the other fifteen percent I left out, like Jack and Larry, are two of them. Then you know, <laughs> a bunch of guys who don't know who Van Halen are are gonna say Hagar too. Like everybody's gonna say David Lee Roth. I mean, if we're talking about Van Halen's most iconic songs, the songs that have kind of stood the test of time. If you listen to, you know, classic rock radio, what's going to come up? It's going to be David Lee, David Lee Rasta. Yeah. And I think a lot of it goes to, um, because that's, again, like I said earlier, that's who, that's how we were introduced to Van Halen. That's, you know, all of those things, of course, 80s, you know, that sticks in your head when you grew up in the 80s. And, <laughs> you know, those are what, I remember first, those are the first things that I think about, just like what you were saying, Brandon. 
Um, so to me, yeah, it's, it's the first thing that people are going to think of, in my opinion, is going to be Dave Lee Roth, the 80s stuff, the early or mid 80s stuff. Team Hagar? Um, I'm sorry, they were just repeating this, droning the same stuff over and over, and I zoned out. Um, I, I quit listening. <laughs> you, can, you can only hear Brandon repeat the same thing so many times before you, before you fall asleep. Uh, yeah okay you know jump was big and got played a lot on mtv uh, you know but to sit there and act like people aren't gonna mention the sammy hagar song is just insane did you bang your head and have a concussion uh, you know so many like like he, right here right now they still that song gets played in commercials all the time you don't, you don't hear the David Lee Roth stuff getting played in commercials. And you know why? Because everybody knows if you want to sell some shit, you have to have Sammy Hagar. It's overplayed. Even, even his tequila was a top 20 hit. <laughs> and now is run because he's contractually obligated to never sell tequila again. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, when he, sold, when he sold the tequila, that was part of his deal. <laughs> That's why I switched to rum. <laughs> but uh, Larry, if you could, uh, I don't know if you were able to stay awake during Brandon's rant or not, if you'd like to mention something. Yeah, so so for me, okay, I'm, I think, a little younger than others. So uh, I would just say my my first memories of Van Halen were, were post-David Lee Roth, okay? I mean, I would Yeah, you were a little bitty kid. Yeah, I've been five when uh, <laughs> when Hagar came around, moving into six, something like that. Yeah, so um, you don't count. It, yeah, but I mean, I think you know I have an appreciation <laughs> to see the Who. I love the old stuff. Come on, you know. But but it comes down to me, you know. For me, top hits is is kind of relative, and and the big qualifier is where was Eddie Van Halen at in the process. So I think his taste changed and the his entire like artistic kind of inspiration direction he was going I should say was changing. I mean, I I hate jump to this day. I hated it the first time I ever heard it. Uh it, it just for whatever Amen. reason that that does that's that's a no fly for me. That one doesn't work. But they started moving kind of that direction and what, what I think now, we're kind of reflecting back, is that Hagar made that stuff better than where it was going. He, he left his fingerprints on the band by making it better than their last couple Van Halen albums with David Lee Roth. I thought 1984 was good. Uh, actually, in fact, I thought it was great. I, I thought Van Halen 1 was great. But Jump... And the way you saw a lot of the misses that were filler material on a lot of those albums, the latter albums with David Lee Roth, they're not there with Hagar. So I, I can listen to the Hagar albums front <laughs> to back without skipping anything. The entire quality of the album is better than most of the David Lee Roth things. Now, again, that's relative to my perspective mm -hmm. because that's what I was raised on and, and that's what I fell in love with and still what I like to this day. You know, and I mean, Van Halen was not in one, not in my top 20 bands, but 
if you give me one, you know, one singer over the other preference, it's going to be Hagar every time. And moderate, those, moderate. those were my hits. Well, to piggyback on that, Jump was the biggest hit with David Lee Roth, and he didn't like that song. He didn't want to record it with the synthesizers. It, the but, thing that it's known for, Roth doesn't like it. Every every great band has their one overplayed song that once you dive deeper into the catalog, you realize, man, that's that's mid-tier. There's so many songs better. You know, whether it's your Sweet Home Alabama or you know, pick pick any other overplayed song. And I agree, Jump is is overplayed. They have better songs, but Jump is the only number one hit. Moderate, can I, can I add one more point to this as a rebuttal? <laughs> yes, you can. So uh, I'd like to get back to you know the actual subject was hits, not like deep cuts and personal favorites. So since we're talking about hits, if you look at the Spotify top five for Van Halen, which tracks the most played songs by people. When they're listening to Van Halen, number one, Jump. Number two, Panama. Number three, Running with the Devil. Number four, Hot for Teacher. Number five, You Really Got Me. That is a <laughs> clean sweep. David Lee Roth, thank you. We'll take our five points. Let's is that, and that's Spotify also pays a shit ton of money to Joe Rogan. So what do they mean? Oh my to, to, to be clear, does Spotify, because I don't know, I'm old school, I'll listen to records. Um, does Spotify count just Spotify stuff that like young people who are dumbasses would only consider? Every, every and they track that they have every Van Halen. Every. Oh, young, young people and Brandon. I mean, it, it's their audience, right? Their audience people is young people and Brandon. Jack, I mean, Jack, are you able to unlock it so I can share my screen? Uh, I should be able to. Let me look down here. I'm undecided on this category. I was hoping to share something to, to generate some sort of deciding either way. That's uh, a nice way of saying no one. That's a nice way of saying no one made a compelling argument yet. No, both are too <laughs> compelling is the problem. All right, here you go. This is the, the Hop 100 records here, uh, singles. So if you look at number ones, Roth, top tens, Hagar, top 20, Roth has more. Top 40, Hagar has more. Top 100, Roth has more. So it's quite the, the versatile yeah. spread there. That is true. Fortunately, I, I, with that I, false news of Brandon, that fake news Brandon's throwing it. <laughs> no, <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. No, <laughs> no I, I think that, you know, we're, ha- we're recording this podcast in 2022. So, I, you know, these, re- this, these chart performance are, you know, important. But now we're looking at like which ones stood the test of time, which ones ended up being the most iconic, and their five most iconic songs are all David Lee Ross. So if we were to rank all these, you know, chart performances, the top five would end up being David Lee Ross. Right. What, what are you putting ahead of right now, just so we're clear? I mean, the, the people of, of the world are putting all those five songs that I listed about right now. On Spotify. It's, it's not me. It's... You're, let me tell you how many people it's um it's exactly 587 million people are putting jump above right now 249 million Panama 170 million running with the devil 127 million hot for teacher and 95 million you really got me right now it isn't charting so I, I can't tell you how many listens it has that is a lot of wrong opinions so but so, so those people were, were talking about the hits from back when they were, uh, I'd say, a little more relevant is what we're looking at here. And you're saying it's current uh, because 
you're saying current with Spotify. Um, I just, I don't, I just don't know. It, it is a, it is a valid <laughs> argument. It's, it's a good point. I don't even know what Spotify yeah. is. Oh my God. And I'm older than you. <laughs> okay. Brandon, can you look up the Neil Young top chart? Top charts? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, sorry. No. You know what? I bet none of those dumb ads have Stevie Wonder above any of this Van Halen stuff either. So that tells me everything I need to know. They sure as shit don't have the who. And they don't oh. have. So I don't want to know what these bums think about music. So you, because you're an old fart at heart, everybody else is wrong? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you look at Stevie's, and, and to make you feel better, Larry, Stevie does have more monthly listens than Van Halen does. He's got 16 million monthly listeners. Um, his top songs are Sign Still Delivered, I Just Called to Stay, I Love You, Superstition for Once in My Life, and Sir Duke. And I would say those are probably the most five most popular, not best, mm-hmm. but five most popular right. Stevie songs. Most popular. Yeah, I, I don't okay. know. I can't, I can't take this I, trip with you. I, I have my category <laughs> three resolved. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but And before we get into my... Two categories. I want to tell Larry that I have a quadrophenia episode coming up in a couple of weeks, so you might enjoy that one. Oh my God! Yes, with. yeah, it's over two hours long. It was a hell of a conversation. The the album or the conversation? Okay, yeah, I got you. The conversation. It's with a <laughs> super fan, so we 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 dove in, dove in deep. Cool. All right, so now we get into my two questions here. What era of the band produced the best music videos? And I'll throw this to, to Roth. <laughs> I mean, duh. <laughs> I mean, this is okay. not as easy as you think. No. Well, here's my thinking. Okay. Um, the 80s, obviously. I remember the first day that MTV played. I remember, you know, when videos became a thing. You're old. <laughs> Whatever. You're older than me. <laughs> uh, but it was like, I think August. It was right before school started. Summertime. And, and my sister and I, you know, we're like, holy shit, we found it. It was awesome. And, you know, and so that's when, like, videos became a thing. So I'm automatically going to say David Lee Roth because, again, it goes with the showmanship. They were awesome. They were, like, funny to watch. They were cool. It was, you know, everybody sang along because, like Brandon said, they're, you know, most popular songs. And so it's like you... I don't know, maybe I'm just nostalgic, but to me, that was the birth of videos, you know? And so watching David Lee Roth, of course, yes, I'm going to go back to doing gymnastics and, and, you know, cheerleading and stuff like that, but also flashy, you know, and that was so 80s that, you know, dressing the way that he dressed and, you know, being a ninja on stage and stuff like that was just freaking cool. So, I mean, how can you, to me, that's, it's blatant, it's obvious. Brandon? I mean, this is, this is easy for me. It's David Lee Roth and why? Because I can actually think of every single one of those videos and what they nice. were and what they looked like. I cannot think of a single Sammy Hagar video. Uh, I don't, you know, videos weren't as right. popular and I probably just didn't care to watch them because it was Sammy Hagar. Uh, <laughs> but just for the simple fact that I, and I assume a lot of people listening and, and Van Halen fans could actually tell you what the jump video or, or exactly. all these videos look like and felt like and how much fun they were. And again, I agree with Heather. When you're watching videos, you just want to be fun. I mean, you're watching three or four minutes. You just want to have a good time, have some good visuals. And that's David Lee Roth. I have no idea what any of those Sammy Hagar videos are about. And I'm good with that. 
And see, I have to interject too. I mean, to be part of that too is that, you know, and I'm going to tell my little story. My sister and I were um, both gymnasts back in the day, and um, and we liked to. <laughs> as, I'm going to bring up jump again, but every time you know the word jump came up in the in the song, we would challenge each other to do a back handspring, and so. <laughs> Tell you what, it wears the shit out of you. But we it, we laughed so much, and I'm going to associate that with that because we're watching a video, and he's so energetic, and it makes you just like want to go, go, you know. And that's what that's it, what's what it's all about. It's just being involved and in, in you know singing along, and you know it's fun. Team Hagar, let's see. The only thing about '80s music videos that really needs to be said is the word spandex. <laughs> and just because just because you have a fondness for looking at men in spandex doesn't mean that they're better videos. <laughs> oh, but Which is incidentally how Jack snagged him. That is entirely <laughs> true. That it lifts and separates, Jack. It lifts and separates. That is true. It is it is amazing what can happen when you have a ban- a ban- a banana in your spandex, mm. but. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I will grant you that there were some memorable, memorable videos, you know, from the 80s by, by Van Halen. But have you seen the California Girls video? Sort of plain and humdrum. And it had a lot of women in bikinis, and it was still kind oh of plain. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm just going to say, once again, the right now video, that brings tears to you. No, it did. did. Did Jack just make our arguments for us? He's talking about yeah, I did. hot girls in bikinis, <laughs> and that's supposed to be. <laughs> I was about to chime in as that's irrelevant, but then he brought it back to right now. So yeah, so, but that's all he said. What about? Yeah, it? well, he said despite the girls, it was still lame. Nah, and, and yeah, uh, listen, I, I I never had MTV. I'm from Piedmont, Oklahoma, man. <laughs> we didn't have that as an option, and. uh you know, I did go over to some friends' houses who had uh, who had the cable, and uh, every now and again would see some. But we're talking like strictly the latter day Halen, so probably not probably not fair as far as that goes. But uh, you know, I, I I remember seeing some of the, like VH1 classic stuff. Uh, you know, for the for the early Halen, it just always seemed cheesy to me. Hot for Teacher that that video seemed Hello. cheesy. California yeah. Girls seemed cheesy. Again, and don't don't try to come in here, <laughs> by the way, and, and try to improve something the Beach Boys did. Don't you dare. That's all I, I can say. So you don't want to talk David's bluegrass version of Jump then either? Is that I, I can honestly say I've never heard that. So I'm <laughs> don't, don't yeah, that. D- yeah, don't don't Google that one. <laughs> <laughs> I I've got a question for the panel. It's it's kind of like you know you don't get tree, to ask the questions here. <laughs> yeah, you do. If, if a tree, I'll, falls, I'll allow it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, did it actually make a sound? It's right. like Sammy or like if Sammy Hagar led some Van Halen videos, but nobody watched them, do they even matter? Exactly. If, here's where if here's where I struggle with this. See, my two favorite videos, almost of all time. Are hot for teacher and right now, mm-hmm. they're they're like dead even. They're they're say two great bands, and they're two phenomenal videos in two completely different ways. Very much so. 
That is true. So I got a question for you, Brandon. I'll try that. If a tree falls in the forest and its name is David Lee Roth, does it feel <laughs> terrible at singing? <laughs> Irrelevant. Some people think cucumbers taste better pickled. I don't know. <laughs> what? Huh? Huh? what? I don't know. Does the tree fall down in spandex while doing the splits? Hello. <laughs> the tree falls down all the time because he's disabled now. If you see oh, that no. dude move. <laughs> yeah, because he gave us his all back then. I think he gave his all because he was probably getting a lot of women's all. And? You're, you're oh. probably right about that. If ever there was a... Okay, here's a bonus question. Which lead singer of Van Halen has had the most STDs? <laughs> That's not... Uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, is that, that the way you mean? call this going? <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the, I do you, have do you no want research your... done on Gary to answer <laughs> Do you want your your the leader of your rock band that you're into your party rock band to be abstinent, right? Or do you want him to be? Or do you want him to be Will Chamberlain? Give me Will. <laughs> First of all, Sammy has like twelve kids. Nice, Sammy. Family man. Yeah, oh. I, mean, I wouldn't call it family necessarily. <laughs> like, and like, and like eight of them are with his her wife, who he's been married with for oh, well, that's forty years. Right, so that didn't make him a party dude. Doesn't mean that he's not getting a lot of poo nanny. Oh my God, that's not what he said. <laughs> He's just right. getting it. Final, let me move on to the final question. Please. Here's a crowbar. Toe strap if you have to. Get us out of here. This one, this one will hopefully make you think of something here uh, to, to bring it out. Uh, which era of the band produced the best single song lyric? Mm. Oh, my goodness. I need a second. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, I, and the one that is not included because it is the best and cannot be beat is I don't feel tardy. <laughs> so that one, it cannot be used. It is just, it cannot be beat. It's just kind of outside the argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me one second. I gotta, I gotta pull something up. I just want to make sure I quote the lyric correctly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, think like, was, I think it's Team Roth's turn to go first. Yeah. I'm thinking, man. See, I mean, and this one, I I really have no God damn it. predilection. This is all personal preference. This is going to be entirely based on the lyrics you come up with and your personal argument. Okay. All right, give me. That's a lot of brain power at the moment. Hang on. <laughs> You're going to have to edit a lot of this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm editing none of this out. Oh, my God. Just add in the Jeopardy music and you're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're all just thinking too much. Well, I'll go ahead and just so we don't have blank airspace. Yeah. I'll just go ahead and throw this out there from the aforementioned excellent right now. Mm. Miss a beat, miss the beat, you lose the rhythm and nothing falls into place. Only missed by a fraction, slipped a little off your pace. Not only is that a perfect line about songs, that's also life in general. You know, it could be everything's going along fine. You just zigged when you should have zagged and you slipped a little off your pace. It's beautiful. Dave can't write that. <laughs> I don't even know if Dave knows how to write. <laughs> oh my God. That was a good lyric. That's the point. The video where they even say, 
Now we right now we should listen to the lyrics. Remember? That yes, yeah. Oh hey, okay. I do actually remember that little bit of the video. Whatever. I remember <laughs> it well. Do I? Pete mm. ah. Ross, do you have a lyric? I freaking think of any. I, I hear here's the deal. I I've already I've already um admitted, you know, to the intellect and refinement of the Hagar era, but I see that as a negative when we're Let looking. Me quant- at- no, 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 no. Let me quantify the question here. It can be a fun lyric. It can be, right. it, you know, you know about you know being someone's ice cream. I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that, okay. And that's where I'm. That's where I'm going with it. It doesn't have to be profound. That's yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's that's where I'm going. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, so with that in mind, that Van Halen is supposed to be a fun rock band. Yeah. I haven't looked anything up. I'm just gonna say when I'm listening to my fun rock band, I want to hear the words, I got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. I'm <laughs> off for teacher. I mean, it's simple. Give me the good stuff. <laughs> I like it. It's okay. good. <laughs> Larry, you got anything? I don't feel tardy. <laughs> man i don't I, i've been i've been sitting here trying to think and i mean i, I love right now but uh, i'm trying to think of a lyric outside of that 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 i'd go with how telling is it that nobody can come up with a good lyric from from either era when the strength of hagar is was supposed to be the refinement and intellect <laughs> yeah, we're sitting here at a stalemate hmm, it, it's interesting it's the pressure of having just had that thrown at you you know, sometimes you just, something happens and you're, you know, you just can't move forward. That's why it's good that this was a impromptu one, you know. Yeah. You guys had no time to prepare for this. Yeah. Do you guys have me again? Yes. Yeah, we've been we got you. Got you now. Holy cow. Just kicked me right off. Hmm. Anyway, I didn't come up with anything while I was off. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, there's, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a, a curveball that I don't think any of us saw coming. That was a that was a good one, Stephen. That you you brought this podcast down to its knees. <laughs> oh, I'm still thinking, and like tomorrow, it's going to like occur to me. Or something. <laughs> yeah. I'll be at work going. <gasps> Dang it! Either right now is your tomorrow. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it means everything. <laughs> yeah which is a good lyric i mean yeah, yeah. yeah. But y'all all, y'all keep going to right now that's all you keep going to so right well okay. apparently the hagar era was right now apparently so right now well, versus everything else <laughs> all i know is when we're done with this i'm gonna go in the in there to heather and i'm gonna say let me get on let me get on let me get on some of that shake it up bake it up nice you're gonna say pound cake yeah and i'm gonna say i so love my baby's pound cake (laughs) you're such a dork (laughs) i I was gonna have my final question be what is the best album title but nothing can be for unlawful carnal knowledge to me so i didn't feel that was fair that's Yeah, that's no. clever and and graphic and just all all things all at once. It was I love that album title. I, I agree with you on that one. Whatever side of the argument I'm making, I yeah. But was there some kind of acronym they were going for there? Or I don't something? know. I don't know what you're trying. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, it dates back to when someone got put in the the stocks mm-hmm. back in like Puritan era or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what was their charge? Well, uh, they were put in there for for unlawful and carnal knowledge. knowledge. Yep. That is, <laughs> and Brandon tried to say that Sammy couldn't get down. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think, all right. How about ain't talking about love? My my love is rotten to the core. So there you go. <laughs> I'm I'm going to repeat the point. You know, as the moderator's second points here, that the biggest strength of Hagar's era was supposed to be intellect and refinement. And yet oh, they can't come up with right a, now. They what are you talking about? The single, a single good lyric. So I, I came up with two easily. <laughs> you know, Larry's Larry's currently in Durant, Oklahoma. So I understand that you know that might have affected him, and he might just be you know having a hard time having all the you know parts of his brain tap into the old lyrics oh because God. he's in Durant, Oklahoma. <laughs> and the only thing being played there is Clint Black. <laughs> so I think we're about to find out who won. It looks like uh, a point that some maths is occurring. Yeah. Thank God there's no thank God there's no algebra involved or geometry with this. It's just good old fashioned plus and addition. Yep. Oh my gosh. Higgins is ringing the bell. <laughs> hey, I think it can you guys hear me again? Yep. Yes. Golly. Sorry, I keep getting locked up and everything. While the while the uh, judge is calculating the points, can I throw out a suggestion for our next debate? Uh, sure. The the Stevie Wonder uh, versus Ray Charles. I <laughs> will. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. It, it may end me and Larry's you know thirty year friendship, but but I'd be willing to do that. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, I promise Good. it will. I will murder you. <laughs> It, it was mentioned earlier. Can you bring Ronnie Millsap into that mix? Oh my God, blind piano player, make it a trifecta. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's just say that. Let's just say Ronnie would be my number two. <laughs> You're gonna have to stand Ooh. before God one day in judgment and explain what you just said. Uh, I was I was gonna suggest uh, the Garth Brooks era or the Chris Gaines era. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Clearly, Chris Gaines. I'm ouch. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me, that's about as close as David Lee Roth versus Sammy Hagar, really. Yeah. Yeah, I can see where right. Lee Roth one was Chris a clown. Gaines. Oh my god. Yeah, one, one was a clown, one was a serious artist. Was, <laughs> I could see where David Lee Roth would be Chris Gaines. I could see how he would make that connection. I'm sorry. David Lee Roth is the OG that's very some makeup, yeah, probably. All right, you guys. Everybody for eighties makeup. Well, okay. Little category guy by category. Here. <laughs> okay, I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be some some you know hurt feelings along the way. <laughs> uh, category one, which was stage presence. Uh, Hagar gave him a three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Roth gave him a five. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, I have to. It's That's a given. Just, it is. It is. Uh. Now, uh, for songwriter, Roth, got a three. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Hagar, got to give him a five. Yeah. Yeah? Eight, so we're tied. You are tied. The, uh, uh, what was three here? 
Top hits, fours across the board. Ooh. Uh, equal arguments. Guy, you guys got kind of tied on that one. <laughs> and number category four, best music video. Neither one of you swayed me either way from my favorites. So uh, threes across the board. Oh, this is exciting. Oh, we're coming down to it. <laughs> Nail biter. Shit. Category five, yeah. best song lyric <laughs> for T. Roth, three. <laughs> <laughs> Team Hagar, four. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yes. In your face. Yes. In your face. Whatever. Yes. Barely. Don't even. Heather and Brent, and you guys are the guy in the airplane, and we're Mike Tyson. <laughs> barely. You barely eked by. Hey, barely. It takes one. If I won the Super Bowl barely, I'd still be a Super Bowl champion. It only takes one. Yeah, but it's not like you beat us like a drum. Shut up. It was a, it was a great battle. It's a great debate. <laughs> I think that uh everyone can agree they should have just changed their name to Van Hagar. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, wait. That's odd. That implies some pre preconceived bias from the don't, judge don't that I start with. Don't start with Brandon. What does that have to I'll, do with it? You, know, you talk about the thunder from a preconceived bias every day oh on the I'm franchise. Just I'm just kidding. I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was a real he was the real winner here. Fight. The real winner here is Gary Sharon. That's right, because he still comes in third. <laughs> well, wait, what happened? I missed it. <laughs> he said the real winner is Gary Sharon. He is the honorary winner of this debate. So, <laughs> ju- just just so we're not speaking ill of Gary, I, I I pointed this out before we started the debate at some point over text. When he signed on to Van Halen, he came to his audition wearing a t-shirt True. that would have required the largest set of stones for any audition True. anyone ever showed up for. He showed up wearing a t-shirt that said, who the F is Eddie Van Halen? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. That is true. That That is the one positive of the Van Sharon. So he, era. he gets a five <laughs> for t-shirt game. <laughs> yes, that's definitely an honorable mention. <laughs> and to give Gary some credit here, Say some kind words for him. The man has an amazing voice. He has an amazing stage presence. They, he walked into a pretty much impossible situation. There was no way to come out on top. That's true. They, they wanted him to be like David Lee Roth on stage, and they wanted him to sound like yeah. Hagar, and they tried to force something that just wasn't it. I think that if they would have taken more time, wrote better songs, and let him sing like he's supposed to sing and not scream mm-hmm. god-awful nothingness, it would have had a better chance of succeeding. And Josephine is still a decent tune. <laughs> I, I stand by that. Yes. I, I can agree with that. I, yeah. I do the think rest of the album is god awful. Gary Sharon was put in an impossible situation. And they also completely dumbed down on that album, Michael Anthony, which is a lead into to Jack's uh, uh, end question here. Who's a better bassist, Michael Anthony or Wolfgang Van Halen? On Van Halen 3, they not only did they turn down his bass just overall, and I think Eddie actually played a lot of the bass on the album. That's right. He didn't hear his background vocals, which are essential to Van Halen. Absolutely. They're they're one of the greatest vocal groups of all times because of their backing vocals. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah. So clearly the winner is Michael Anthony. No. I I don't know much about Wolfgang. You've never even heard of Wolfgang Van Halen. Dude, I, let me tell you about Wolfgang. He is this he is Eddie Van Halen. He's son. the son of Eddie Van Halen. So what? Yeah, and, and he's Valerie Bertinelli's son. That's a that's a double whammy. And he was playing with Van Halen when he was 15 years old. 15. Okay. And and, and he was conceived in a cocaine rage. Steve Winwood played with Spencer <laughs> Davis when he was like 14, and he was actually good. Who cares? Yeah, He's you thought it was amazing. Wolf, yeah, I did, actually. Yeah, but Wolf Van get uh, no. Just stop. Tito Jackson played with Michael Jackson when he was five. Oh, oh that's a different <laughs> podcast. Never mind. <laughs> His name was Wolfgang Van Halen. Name three names even better than that. Five. <laughs> Nobody better than that. <laughs> Actually, I do. Van It's all about show and flash. Even Eddie knew he named his kid Wolfgang Van Halen. He didn't name it some refined intellectual name. <laughs> no, the strongman Van- guy Magnus von Magnuson has a better name. What'd you say? The strongman athlete dude Magnus von Magnuson. That's the better name. <laughs> Look, there's only one Anthony Michael worth knowing, and that's Anthony Michael Hall. Thank Somebody you. About Michael, you Thank know. you. Yeah, dude. you just say his name right. Get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm discerning to the stop. Battery. Just stop. You you have lost your marbles. <laughs> I, I gotta ask this though: Does Wolfgang sing? Does he do backup vocals in the same vein? No, I have no clue. I just nope. I just learned about him earlier today on Google. He's actually <laughs> mute. <laughs> he only got the job because of his dad. If he came off the street, he wouldn't have got that job. No! (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, I'm going to teach him to play bass in case at some point something happens, and I'll have a backup. That's the only reason he he knocked up Valor. Wow. Oh, my God. He's the Donnie Jr. of the group, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you want to know who else only got their job because of their dad? No. John John Dutton? What? Huh? Is that a Yellowstone <laughs> reference? Yeah, it's a Yellowstone reference. It was, it was the first. It was the first nepotism I could think of. You're trying, you're trying way too hard now. And you just wanted to work in nepotism to try and make yourself sound really smart. I did. I'm still trying to make up that one point. I'm hoping we get a reversal of the stand. <laughs> At least a tie. Damn it. <laughs> he's rubbing his head. I think he's done. <laughs> and I, an hour later, Brandon's going to have a song lyric. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> nobody even remember i don't even remember what song lyric beat ours i don't even remember did, did y'all i know larry didn't come up with one he didn't have internet for 10 minutes during that segment and still somehow y'all beat us well right now we sh- right now we should listen to the lyrics <laughs> we, all, we also See, bias bias that's true <laughs> So I'm just going to add real quick that I was usually laughing so hard at what Brandon just said that I had a hard time coming up with any sort of retort because I was too busy laughing. So So there's that, but I'm glad we did this. This was a lot of fun. Most serious thing that has probably been discussed in the podcasting world in the last six months. Absolutely. (laughs) And we're all still friends, right? 
I don't know. Larry and Brandon might not be talking. We're gonna have to have so. a little. We're gonna have to talk it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we go back to the, had nothing to do with Stevie with versus Ray Charles thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it had nothing to do with Van Halen, so it's not your fault, Jeff. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, Jack, I will say he got the reference on the cucumber pickled thing. So, <laughs> Brandon, you're still with me. Thank you. Yeah, still with me. Jack, you don't have to sleep on the couch. I'll be nice. Well, yeah, it's too much trouble to move my CPAP. Right, exactly. Usually when you're mad at me, you go sleep on the couch. <laughs> Brandon, I've got a king down here in Durand if you want to come down. <laughs> Aw, bro love. I appreciate that. I'll, hold on, let me, let me make a mixtape of all my favorite David Lee Roth songs when I had that one. <laughs> nice. I don't think he has just David Lee Roth songs. You're maybe thinking of Sammy Hagar song? Actually, he's thinking of Barry White. <laughs> Honestly, I'd take Barry White over both Eddie Van Halen and Sammy Hagar. <laughs> well, this has been loads of fun. Uh, Stephen, would you like to uh, to plug the things that you have to plug real quick? Uh, right now, season three of music, or, sorry. Right now, season two of Music Rewind is hitting the airwaves. I'll start recording season three in the near future. We've got uh, Jack's episode on the Flaming Lips. The Soft Bulletin is out there for everyone to listen to. Some new episodes about Neil Young's Live Rust and Common's B album. And next week will be Bruce Springsteen, Nebraska. Holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I was (laughs) muted. (laughs) <laughs> you, you just said like all of larry's favorite things did we just become best friends <laughs> i think we did <laughs> you, you just you uh, just took my spot buddy <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry start over i'm really sorry <laughs> and and after nebraska we have the quadrophenia episode so every, every season two is rolling along uh my my podcast is where people come on and just we talk about a favorite album of theirs and we just talk about the stories and memories behind it and it's a lot of fun uh music rewind please check it out yes yes and brandon would you like to uh uh, to plug your plug because when you talk about thunder your opinion is at least right on that one most of the time unlike (laughs) this topic (laughs) yeah i know much more about uh i'm much more educated on on the thunder and ba than i am uh sammy hagar uh, yeah, it's uh, I write for <laughs> DailyThunder.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brandon Rabar. And yeah, I, I pretty much talk uh, Thunder and, and NBA all the time. That's my that's my lane. That's what I'm usually talking about on these podcasts. And all right, unless unless uh, Larry asked me to go on his to for to talk about little Celine Dion. That's about the only other time I get outside my lane. <laughs> you now, son of a bitch. <laughs> now, now, Larry, I know you don't have any podcasts or radio things to plug so would you like to give as somebody that's a safety nerd in the industrial world would you like to give a <laughs> a work safety tip in its place uh yeah i was trying to think of what it was uh, jerry springer used to say when he uh, signed off take care of yourselves and each other Is that <laughs> kind of thing? Nice. Uh, i like that yeah that, that's what it was Really, that's what it comes down to, right? It's just about caring for people, man. That's what safety is. That's what. That's why I get to carry out my mission every day. I want to care about people. <laughs> there you go. And uh, Heather, I know you also don't have any podcasts or anything like that, but would you 
like the plug that when you purchase gasoline, that when it says <laughs> there's a $75 maximum, there's a hold on your credit card for a bit <laughs> until that's done. Would you like to quickly explain that? Or did I do a good enough job? Well, for the most part, people just need to understand basic banking and how shit works on their credit card. There you go. <laughs> go to Skillshare and you can learn basic banking. That's Heather's bit of advice. If you have checks, you have money. That's how it works. Oh. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's why I don't have checks, because I have no money. <laughs> All right. All righty. Well, um, this has been loads of fun. I really enjoyed uh Enjoyed it. Listening, friends, I hope you guys had as much fun as we did and had as many laughs as we did. And uh, with that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign off, and we'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> See you all later. Thank you for listening to Musings of an ADD Mind. If you enjoyed this podcast, or even if you didn't, please hit the subscribe or follow button. A podcast from the Sidereal Media Group. Back to you, anchors.